You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Hey everybody, today on this episode I'm doing something that I've never really done before. We've had over 200 episodes of The Breakdown since we launched last year, tens of millions of downloads and listens, but today I'm just checking on you. It's been a hard week, not just for me, obviously for the family of Ahmaud Aubrey, but it's been a hard week for our country and the world as we see and witness and process the reality that Ahmaud Aubrey was lynched on our watch in broad daylight on a sunny Sunday afternoon in 2020, in our era, in our time. And we're all grieving and grasping for straws at what we can do. And today I want to help walk you through that. Uh, Many of you may know, maybe you didn't, that I was a pastor for many years for most of my adult life. And if you don't mind, even if you're not religious, I'm going to use some of my experience as a pastor today. I've even been walking many families through the process of grief over these past two months and, and even delivering eulogies for families at their funerals for loved ones that they lost to the coronavirus. And so I am I'm well acquainted with grief and want to walk with you through it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. It's already... Before we understood what happened to Ahmaud Aubrey, it was already a hard, hard year. Uh, I don't have to list it all, but even just the coronavirus pandemic itself has taken an incalculable toll on our country, on our people, on our communities, on our families, on the economy on your safety and security, on your peace, on your rest. And what many of us did not know was that before the pandemic had really exploded in this country, on the last Sunday in February, on a Sunday afternoon at about 1 o'clock, as Ahmaud Aubrey, a 25-year-old young man, an athlete, was jogging through Brunswick as he did Hundreds and hundreds of times. He really, he did not jog, he ran. He was a runner. And he was a sprinter and would run and run and run all over Brunswick, particularly on the weekends. During daylight, what we did not know was that before we would suffer through this pandemic, this young man was lynched. And for months, the family and friends and community around 
the family of Ahmad Aubrey and his mother and and father and and friends and teammates and classmates and teachers had been speaking about it and they had been trying to get our attention they had literally been trying to get my attention Lee Merritt their new attorney's attention and there's this thing that we you know people often say and I, I spoke to my family about this recently people often say that they will tell me that I am a voice for the voiceless and I have to correct that because Ahmad's mother, Wanda, she's not voiceless. She was unheard. And there's a significant difference. Um, our people, they have a voice. Marginalized, oppressed people, victims, they have a voice. But it's often people in power that aren't hearing them. And it's normally a choice. It's often media outlets that choose not to really amplify their story. And part of why I started this podcast, part of why I started The Breakdown, part of why I do the work that I do is not to be a a voice to the voiceless. That's not what I am. It is to amplify the unheard, to give them the visibility and the exposure and the audience that they deserve. It's very different. It's two very different things. And what we now know is that before the pandemic even exploded and took over our country, Ahmad Aubrey was lynched in broad daylight, that it was filmed, and that police and prosecutors basically looked at it with a wink and a nod and decided to do nothing. And for months on end, As the pandemic grew and got worse, the family of Ahmaud Aubrey came to understand that it was going to be hard for them to get the attention of the world, to get the investigation they deserved, to get the charges that they deserved filed in that case. And thankfully, those of us who who have influence, who are heard and seen, those of us who have the privilege of having an audience and having a platform found them. They are wonderful people. This family is a wonderful family. And Ahmad was a beloved son. His birthday is tomorrow. And I wanted to check on you today as I check on his family and try to find ways that we can support them and encourage them. I want to encourage you to do something this weekend, which leads me to our action step for today. Starting tomorrow, which would have been Ahmad's 26th birthday, he was actually born on Mother's Day in 1994. Starting tomorrow, all the way through Monday, we are sponsoring walks and runs all over the country and all around the world. And if you go right now to runwithmod.com, runwithmod, M-A-U-D.com, you can sign up and choose to run or walk or jog or bike in your city, in your community. And we want you to do it in honor of Ahmad, who was a runner on his birthday. We want you to wear a white shirt, which was 
the last thing that Ahmad wore on his final run? And when you run, when you jog, it's okay to grieve. You may run and cry. You may run and punch the air. You may run and scream. You may run and keep your pain to yourself, but run with a ferocity and a speed that you've never done before. But I want you to run with Maude. It's a form of protest. It's a form of solidarity. And I want to hear from you, what's this going to do to bring justice? I'm talking about self-care. I want you to get out of the house, socially distance yourself, and run. And do it for Ahmaud Aubrey. Do it for his sweet mother, Wanda, who gave birth to him 26 years ago tomorrow, who will have her first Mother's Day without her baby boy. Do you hear me? Are you going to do it? We want you to go to runwithmod.com or you can click the link in my bio on Instagram, but go to runwithmod.com and sign up. Yes, we want you to sign the petition and we've made a lot of changes and updates on there. It's a super petition and when you sign it, it then emails people in power all over the country. Yes, we want you to call the phone number that's there on the website and we've added new offices and new people So we want you to do that as well. But I want you to run this weekend. It can be a walk, you know, and if you're not able, listen, be with us in solidarity. Share it. Amplify it. Be safe. But we want you to do this. Listen, I have a quick word from one of our sponsors, and then I want to come back with some closing thoughts. Love you all. Hey, everybody. Today, I want to tell you about a fun new game that you can download Over 100 million people have already downloaded this game. You may have already heard about it. It's in the Apple App Store. You can also get it in Google Play. It's called Best Fiends. Now, that's friends without the R. You can engage your brain with fun puzzles. You can collect tons of cute characters. And trust me, with over 100 million downloads, it has five stars on all platforms People love it. I actually downloaded it. Yes, me, serious Sean King, (laughs) downloaded it to check it out before we did this. It's fun. It's a way to check out during this hard time. You can download it now on the Apple App Store or on Google Play. And that's Friends Without the R. Best Fiends. Check it out. It's a ton of fun and just a way to escape from everything we've got going on right now. So before we go, I, I wanted to talk to you about the process of confronting grief and trauma and violence. You know, What we are witnessing, not just in the brutal murder of Ahmaud Arbery and the denial of justice that we are so far experiencing, but what we are experiencing in the cases of police brutality all over the country, 
in my hometown of New York, but in cities and states all over the country. We are we just saw a young man yesterday, Sean Reed, a military veteran, shot and killed by police. And after he was shot, the police did not know that they were being filmed by Sean, who was on Facebook Live. Really, Sean appeared to be in a mental health crisis to me. And when they shot and killed Sean Reed, the police walked up on him and were laughing and joking about it. It's one of the grossest most cruel things that I've ever seen. And when we have to deal with this and confront the harshness of this, I don't know that our brains or bodies or minds or hearts or souls, I don't know that they were ever built to endure such violence. And so, listen, I'm I'm not your father, <laughs> but I want to give you permission to check out sometimes. I want to give you permission to to laugh, to watch something that has nothing to do with injustice, to to watch a comedy, to watch a food show, to eat a pint of ice cream and enjoy it and not feel guilty, to to cry. I want to give you permission to not have answers, to not know what the beginning, middle and end of all of this is going to be. None of us, none of us know that. And I just want you to have some peace of mind of knowing that there are people like me, like Lee Merritt and many others who feel called to do this sometimes very difficult work in great part so that you don't have to. And we're going to continue pushing forward. If you pray, would you please pray for us? Um, if that's not your thing, we, we're grateful for your support. The family of Ahmaud Aubrey is grateful for your support. We see you, we hear you, we feel your encouragement. Let's continue to push for justice. But I want you to be healthy and whole. Get some rest the best you can. And just understand that this is a marathon. And we are, we are running it the best we can and the best we know how. Love and appreciate each and every one of you. I've got work to do, and so I've got to run, but I'll be back tomorrow, and I am grateful for your support. Take care. Break it down. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% .9 of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.